0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com.
1: We're broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at Willow Window. Dot Pro. Time to uh, catch up with our friends from Rutherford County Schools and uh, School Board member uh, Jim Estes is joining us here. And uh, Jim, we've just about made it through the school year.
0: Amen. <laughs> Getting close, aren't we? It, uh, it's been a rough year. Been, yeah. a, been a rough year on, especially our teachers. Uh, they've had to do a lot of extra work, and and they've done a great job we're lucky in Rutherford County our school system has has been able to stay open and operate pretty much for the whole year which we're way ahead of some, a lot of other counties that some of them hadn't even opened yet.
1: Yeah isn't that wild and, so, and some other states haven't opened their schools at all
0: in uh, almost uh, well over a year now. Right and and we're finding out that uh, that maybe some of the things that were put out at the first of this pandemic have changed like having to wipe down desk every class period you know now they're saying well the doesn't get transmitted off of that Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe uh mask or you, you have a lot of controversy on that whether two or not two, or whether it harms kids or doesn't harm kids. So
1: I know you all had to have uh, a meeting to discuss that and vote on that for the mm-hmm. remainder of this school year, and um, so um, that that has been surprisingly the one of the biggest controversial things out there,
0: hasn't it? <laughs> That's correct, and and I I've listened to people, and and there's a lot of good arguments both ways. The main thing is in the school system we have to follow what cdc in the state says and they control the money that we get to operate our schools on so we have to do what they ask us to do and so that's a lot of it mm-hmm. uh, i don't know that if we voted to do away with masks maybe we could maybe we couldn't uh but the governor could always say if you're not going to wear your mask we're not going to let you have any money so well then you'd wear a mask again Then we'd right? go back to mask <laughs> so it's uh, it's been a tough situation for everybody our uh, director of schools and his staff have done a great job on, on plans uh, having to make those plans at at whatever comes up you know things change they've changed all year long we've adjusted to them and uh i'm very proud of our system for being able to stay open
1: the thing about it is you you make a plan but you better have a plan a b c d and e you know and 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 then hybrid plans off of that and 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 be ready to to make adjustments and i know we've talked a lot about teachers and, and what they've had to do um the the support staff in the schools i mean uh, a friend of mine is one of the lead custodians at, a, at one of the high schools here in the county and you know just what they have to do during the day between classes and then after school and i mean gosh they uh, cafeteria workers they've changed the whole way it, it affected every single person
0: uh, that's true uh it- Anybody has got anything, even the parents, it's affected the yeah. parents' operations. And uh, every time something changes, then we you get all the questions, not just from the parents, from the teachers, the administrators, the custodians. Why do we do this? Some of the time, we don't know why we're doing it. We just have to do it. So uh, everybody is for the most part has done it just a terrific job and and uh, i'm just really proud of them I, if you see what some of these other school systems are going through and how hard it's been on them uh you know we started out with the distance learning uh that could have been better there were some situations that were beyond our control that uh what we wanted to start with we necessarily couldn't because we couldn't get the systems until january or february of this year so it, it's been a tough year yeah on everybody
1: and uh, I, I know a lot of people are happy to hear that um next school year in the fall we'll all be in person uh, un- unless you go to the virtual school right. Rutherford County Schools uh, every- everybody's going to be in person so um, I, you know you could almost hear just a big sigh of relief from teachers uh, when that happened because they've had to split their time between virtual and uh, you know or distance learning and, and in person learning and it that, that's just really taken a toll hasn't
0: it? Well it, it's it's at times it's, it's like teaching two different classes. Now, a lot of them have got good at it, which you expect them to. Sure. And uh, they've got good at it. and, And they're doing a much better job. We may be doing a better job at administering all that. But you know, the whole thing about school system, there's no learning takes place without a good teacher that teacher's got to be in that classroom and with this quarantining of people uh, it's been hard to keep teachers in because well we've had a lot of them sick a lot of them that that have had to do distance learning from home it's it's just been a tough situation on everybody and i hope this never comes back again yeah I hope everybody goes and gets a shot or two.
1: Yeah, <laughs> whatever they're supposed to there. Whatever they're supposed to, right? Uh, Jim Estes is with us, Rutherford County School Board member, talking about a lot of things here this morning. Um, of course, a lot of people who are listening may know that I have a daughter who is a senior uh, at Siegel High School, and uh, we're gearing up toward graduation and looking toward uh, that. And you know that that's that's an exciting time for this group and. I know last year's uh, class of 2020, at least they got to graduate, and it was later and it was different, but um, it's also going to be a little different for this class. And, you know, I I can say, at least from what I've seen at Siegel, there's some excitement about uh, graduating on their campus so you know that I, I didn't graduate on campus i graduated at mtsu and and i guess until last year most everybody did so um that's that's kind of interesting and and fun i guess
0: <laughs> well that's true that i talked to all of the principals that uh graduated mtsu and i believe they're i ain't got my list but uh, uh nine ten of them, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of them but two wanted to keep it on their own campus. Uh, the other two, uh, one was Laverne, and they have a very good reason uh, Dr. Hatchett would it only concede something like uh, 3500 on her football field, which is pretty small when you get to graduation time. Um, uh, Dr. Harrell at Stewart's Creek with uh, worried about, of course, they all worry about rain. That's a biggie. Um, This year, we may worry about snow, but who who knows with that. But, you know, they had parking areas that were not all that close to the football field. So that was one thing and having to maybe run a shuttle to get our our older people in to see the graduation. So those two wanted to keep it at MTSU which that's their choice and all the rest of the high schools wanted to keep it on their football fields. So I don't know that I was totally surprised by that but uh, I was surprised that that large a number wanted to keep it there. Now, oh,
1: now this year's graduations are all on campuses because of the pandemic. Of that's correct. So we're kind of looking into the future. future if, if that, right. I mean, if, is that going to be an option for the schools in the future to do it that way? Possibly.
0: I think so. The, uh, you know, that, that's going to be up to the principal and his staff and, uh, some of them are more comfortable doing it at MTSU. You you've got uh, seating for a lot more people. So, um, but this year all graduations will be on the campus. And uh, what did I tell you a minute ago, thirteen. Of them? Thirteen, yeah, thirteen so, schools. So,
1: and they start up pretty quick here. I would assume because uh, I know Seagulls is May fifteenth, and it's mm-hmm. in the evening. So I'm sure that they're probably on that Saturday about three. <laughs>
0: Well, the uh, I happen to have them here if you'd Do like you? me to read yeah. them off. <laughs> uh, we're going to start out with Laverne High School on May 10th. Now, all, all of them I'll read will be at 7 p.m., unless I tell you different. Okay. A, there are two different ones. Laverne uh, High School will be at 7 p.m. Uh, May 11th, uh, Oakland High School. Uh, May 12th will be Stewart's Creek. May 13th, Smyrna High School. May 14th, Holloway High School. Now, Holloway will not be, they always graduate at Life Point Church in Smyrna. And if you've never had the opportunity to see a graduation from Holloway, it's a whole lot different than the graduations you see from the rest of the schools. It's very interesting. Uh, Ms. Drayton over there does a great job with her students usually they'll have a, uh, of course they have a valedictorian then they'll have a a speaker come and it's usually from what I've seen a speaker that has graduated at Holloway and been very successful in life like Mm -hmm. like, uh, a business owner or something like that so it's really an interesting graduation ceremony and uh, uh, really a lot of fun. Uh, Iggleville High School will be at uh, May 14th. Central Magnet is also on May 14th. So there's three schools there on the same day. That would be Holloway, Iggleville, and Central.
1: And that's on a Friday, the 14th is.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And Central will graduate on Siegel High School Field. Oh, okay. So, then on May 15th, we'll be uh, Segal on their own field. May 16th, will be Riverdale. 17th, will be Blackman High School. 18th of May, will be Rockvale High School. And on the 19th of May, our, our new Rutherford County Virtual School will graduate Uh at the fountains at gateway at 6 p.m so that's a different time for them and then uh, rutherford county adult high school and summer school july 30th at 6 p.m at seagull high school
1: great stuff there and um, again if you're planning to go there are some restrictions in terms of the number of people who will be able to attend, just for um, social distancing and things of that nature, um, yeah. hopefully we'll be done with that here soon enough. Uh, but for this year, um, so if, if you're going, I know like at Siegel, you have to have a ticket if you if you're going to get right. in there. So, um, but um, at, at least it's a,
0: a little different from last year. <laughs> you know, right. we've had time to
1: plan it out and make sure it gets uh, gets on tap right.
0: Yeah, if they have any questions about the restrictions, they probably need to contact their school they're going to and and see what their protocol will be.
1: Jim, uh, one more thing I did want to uh, to mention as we look forward. Um, I had a chance to go out and do a ball game with John over at Rockvale and i just noticed portable classrooms everywhere and and rockvale elementary middle school busting at the seams and and the high school too i mean brand new high school and it's now the largest in the county i believe or close to it close (laughs) so um you know that there are some uh plans to add what close to 60 classrooms around the county this next year
0: right that's uh Middle school, we're going to do some expansions, and uh, I know uh, I believe it's Smyrna Middle. Uh, Smyrna
1: and Rockville Middle and Rockville Elementary, I think, were the right, ones that I saw. Uh,
0: there, uh, that area, we build a school, and it just houses start popping up everywhere around it. So uh, we're going to do some expansions in those areas. Uh, We did hear last night that uh, we may have a a plan to keep from having to build another uh, middle school for a year or two, but that's that's going to entail uh, zoning. yeah. A board and,
1: members favorite thing to do right <laughs> yeah it,
0: it seems like in the last seven years we've zoned all the time and i know there's some parents out there that feel we're picking on them because they live right in an area where well, they go to blackman this year they go to stewart's creek next year and they may have to go to smyrna the next year uh, we're not trying to pick on them it's just we right now we can't find property out 840 and uh, 96 West to, to, build a school. And we would like to have another three school complex, but we can't find any property out there that's large enough to do that. Mm. So, and we're also having a problem just finding enough property for, uh, maybe a middle school or an elementary school.
1: No, just to put one school just on to there. Just put mm-hmm. one
0: school. So when you build a middle school, you still got to have a football field and baseball field. And uh, that's why it's so much better if you can put a three-school complex in. Then you just worry about practice field and then one big stadium. Mm -hmm. But... uh, Right now we just if anybody's got anything they want to sell to the school system we're happy to listen. I'm sure you
1: <laughs> you'll listen to anybody who's got the what it takes how much how many acres are you talking?
0: Well, for 3 schools we'd probably be talking 140 to 50 acres. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so it's it's not like a little small parcel somewhere, right. you know.
0: And they're getting harder and harder to find all over the county. That's going to be
1: a problem for the future too, isn't it? I mean
0: I'm afraid that one of these days we may be looking at three, four-story schools if we keep growing the way we are. And that's another thing. We don't have any idea, a factual idea. You know, we've been counting on a 1,000 students a year growth. Mm-hmm. Well, with this pandemic, and everybody knows we've had a lot of people move in here We don't necessarily know what we're going to get this year. We may get 1,000 students. We may get 2,000. We may get 150. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I talked to Lisa Trail uh, the other day, Murfreesboro City Schools, and they're expecting maybe the largest kindergarten class ever to come through for those who decided that this year I'm going to wait another Mm. year, you know, that their kids fell in that age group and, and, and wait a year to put them into kindergarten. So and but then that largest kindergarten class ever follows right through to first grade the next year, second grade, and right on through, and in what uh, thirteen years they're graduating. So um, th- that's a challenge too.
0: Right, well, and of course we've got that same problem, especially with sure. kindergarten, and uh, that'll be a problem for a system. Not just ours, but all through the state from now on,, for yeah. thirteen years, as you say.
1: <laughs> uh, all the challenges. Well, I appreciate you coming in, Jim, uh, and and sharing a little bit about what's going on with Rutherford County Schools. Jim has a school board member joining us today.